to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend Scotty Ray along with my co-host Terry. Now you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the six o'clock news. We talk a little slower and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable, but it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some Southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Well, we're just days away from the big game that'll happen on Sunday. Are you prepared? You get all your food? Are you inviting people over? Or are you even going to watch? I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Big Game. If I'm looking at the calendar right, coming up Sunday is going to be Super Bowl Sunday. Am I right? You are absolutely right. What is this one? Super Bowl what? How many X's? And Because uh, I never know how to read those things, number one, to begin with the Roman numeral thing. I don't even know how to read them, Terry. Well, that would be 56. That's that, how many times we've been playing the Super Bowl. Now, usually, you know, I always have looked forward to seeing the Budweiser commercials. But the last couple of years, have they even done those famous Budweiser that makes you proud that you're American and all that? Oh, I don't yeah, remember yeah. seeing yeah, it they last still, year. They still are doing that, and I can't swear that I saw that in the last Super Bowl. You know why a lot of people, you're either in two camps or maybe you're in three. Do you know which ones I'm getting ready to say? Well, you're no. either there for the game. And I mean there, either you're there physically or you're there watching TV. Okay. Or you are there for the commercials. Well, I guess you're right. Because a lot of people are, I mean, let's face it, a lot of people are really into the game and they care about the commercials. But then there are some people that tolerate the game because they can't wait to see what the commercials are. But, you know, things have changed in the past. When you missed that, it was just so long too bad. But now with the trusty old Internet, you can watch it immediately and just skip the game. I mean, truthfully. You really could, or vice versa. But used to back in the day, and I'm talking the day 10 years ago, uh, you know, if you missed it, it was just where you had to wait for the best of or something to come out. You didn't get to see it. Well, the bad thing about it is is that for the Super Bowl, I mean, usually when's the time you're going to get up and go to the restroom or go get some more chips? or I'm know- glad you pointed that out because somebody told me the other day that this generation, as you point out that, does not understand the mad dash of when the commercial starts, jumping up, running to the bathroom, hitting the refrigerator, and getting back to the chair before it starts. Why again. do you say that that generation doesn't do it? Uh, because now it's you just pause it and live TV. You oh, pause live I, I TV. Get what you're saying they don't. They haven't lived in the world that we've been. Living yep. In. To where if you didn't get back from the bathroom, you missed something. Exactly. Well, that whole concept of that you can pause something. Now I will say this: I am a big and I used to not be care one thing about the NFL. College football, we've all talked oh, about this. You know, college I'm is good. totally into that. But until here recently, I mean, I've always cared for a certain team because they were the closest team to us, and that was the Saints. Mm-hmm. You know, even dating back to Archie Manning. And they, bless her heart, Saints have always had a terrible team. I mean, Archie played on a terrible team. It was a wonderful quarterback, terrible team. And then you ended up getting... Sean Payton, who recently retired, he retired just a couple of days ago, announced his retirement, and had been the head coach of the Saints for, I can't tell you how many years, and thank goodness, 
that the owners got Sean Payton because they went on to get Drew Brees and, you know, they won a Super Bowl. And right. so we had something to be proud of. And then it kind of expanded a little bit further. And I think that you mentioned that this is your team as well, that I really have kind of trumped the Saints, even though they're still a favorite. My favorite now is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and that would be because das- Dak Prescott is there who came from Mississippi State. And I don't care what you say about Dak. I, I have yet to ever see an interview to where he wasn't yes, ma'am, oh, and just so well-mannered well, and classy. thinking his mama. He's just classy. But the the bad part is I have not watched Dak in two years, and, and, and I'm not. I, I love him to death, but – I'm still Terry, and I don't know how many people out there in America are this way. I cannot watch someone who goes against every belief that is in me. And those that kneel during our national anthem for those that gave their life for our country to, in my opinion, it's a disrespect to the flag. Now, they look at it a different way, and I get that. But I cannot respect the NFL for allowing that. Well, speaking of that, they said that the talking about viewership, the lowest – I think one that has been watched was last year. Is that where they put the cardboard people in the stadium? <laughs> what I was that, that really about? I mean, come that on. That was COVID. Right. But I'm saying, was there really a purpose of putting cardboard people in there? Uh, <laughs> that was the silliest thing, in my opinion, I've watched in quite some years. I don't know. And I don't know if they thought that if I'm a player out there, that really kind of inspires me. I, I don't see how, because at the end of the day, it's still – a cardboard person. Yeah. That's like the woman, and I know you've seen this because I used to, I had a lady that used to uh, do this in town when I was on radio. She had a stuffed person that she kept in her car because she was a single woman and she didn't want to come to town alone and make people think that she was by herself. So she stuffed, it was kind of like a scarecrow and put work clothes on him and put him in, put the seatbelt around think, him. I kind of think that's smart. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't go to that trouble but in today's world, you never know who's going to be pulled over. And I have had a friend that lost their life, believe it or not, by traveling home and got pulled over, and the rest is history. Right. So now, I, I, I kind of get that. I don't know if she drugged this little stuff guy to bed with her also so she wouldn't be lonely at night where she could reach over and rub the scarecrow. I don't know. I, I think if it's just limited to the car, I think we're <laughs> safe, okay? But, you know, there's stranger things in life. I, I get that part. As long as, like I said, you drag it out of the garage, you throw it in the car. When you get home, you throw it back in the garage. Yeah. Okay? And yeah, that's where okay. it stands. But we're talking about a viewership. It was talking about that the Super Bowl viewership was down with 96.4 million people watching last year's Super Bowl. That's still an awful lot of uh, folks. Yeah. And it was saying that I think that it's decreased because, and again, part of this is because it really kind of, people kind of tuned out because of the point that you made. And then also the other point that you made, and that is because now we can stream it. Yeah, I don't you can. have to be there right when the Super Bowl starts. I'm still kind of that old school, again, talking about the Cowboys, for when we were really kind of doing good, and really we we did well. We won, I think, the our division. Uh, I, speaking like I am a Cowboy, but a Cowboy fan, that the Cowboys won their division. Well, they were- I still would make sure that I was kind of planning my day around when they started. That's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I agree because me and my mother-in-law – we would send text messages. Oh, the game starts here. When we're going to do it? I loved it. I absolutely. And I, 
I can't tell you how bad it hurts me not to be able to watch something that I like so much. Well, I, I, I understand the principle behind all that, but I still have been watching it. I mean, obviously, I'm not watching the Cowboys now, but I will be a participant in watching the Super Bowl this year. And let's see, it comes on... It's Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. So I'll be there. But like I said, I watch it for two reasons. And it is about the Super Bowl, which, by the way, is going to be the Bengals versus the Rams. So then I would have to ask who you're pulling for. I I really don't care. In one way, you got Matthew Stafford. He is a, a Georgia Bulldog alumni. And then you've got, let's see, and he's with the Rams. And then you've got Joe Burrows, who is an LSU graduate. So you almost sound like them, you know what you're talking about here. So both of them are an SEC quarterback. So you'd kind of like to see the Bengals win because actually the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl before. Well, let me be honest with you. I've never heard of the Bengals. Where are they from? Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I, I, that's a new one to me. So, they, and they actually win games. Well, I guess so. They're in the Super Bowl. And but. that happens to be Joe Burrows is from Ohio. Huh. Now, he started out at Ohio State a big and team. then transferred to LSU when they won the national championship. So, I, I mean, and this this is his rookie season. He's accomplished a lot to come off of a rookie season, and they're headed to the Super Bowl, and the Bengals have never been to the Super Bowl before. So that's not too shabby. And one of those things that when you watch the Super Bowl, I don't know that most people know, it's traditionally the most watched event on TV. It used to be, that's for sure. And this is saying that, but the year's viewership was down considerably from last year's game, which had an average of 101 million viewers. And remember, I said that it had decreased quite a bit. Right. And I think that you spoke to why, and then we also talked about the streaming part of that. So, But when you look at the Super Bowl, you also have to factor in, if you're going to attend the Super Bowl, you better bring the checkbook. Do you know what the average cost of a ticket is? Somebody texted me the, the prices this morning, but for the life of me, I don't see it on my phone. What are they? Well, I'm sure when I tell you what the price is, you're going to want to go ahead and mute your flights. You're going to want to go ahead and get your accommodations where you're staying. Okay. Now, this doesn't factor in this cost, but I'm sure you can afford it, okay? Well, put it on me. So the average ticket costs anywhere from about $4,500 to 60000 For a ticket? For a ticket. $60,000. Is that like a box seat? I'm assuming it's probably a whole lot better than a $4,500 ticket. But So you're probably down there at ground level. I mean, it'd be great seats for you and Angie to go and see the game. And you'd be right there in California. I don't think so. Uh, see, oh, what was the low end? $4,500. Yeah, I that's would the, even. And that's about the average price. Now, maybe you can get lucky and somebody. No, uh-uh. that's a that's a four-wheeler. You know, you <laughs> a good used four-wheeler, and there's no way I would pay so that. So you think you'd just be. Well, you know why I say that? Because I went to Mississippi State, and they stuck me up in the nosebleed, and I couldn't budge because I was scared of heights. Uh-uh, I ain't doing it. But, I mean, think about how many people fork out. You will look in the stands. I I know you're not watching the Super Bowl, but for those people that are watching the Super Bowl, it will be packed. Can you imagine the amount of money they're making just with attendance? I would would be scared to know what a hamburger and a Coca-Cola cost there. But if you've already paid $4,500 to $60,000, you can handle a hamburger and a coke. I bet you they search you. You know how we used to sneak into the uh, the uh, the theater with a hamburger yeah, exactly. and stuff. You ain't sneaking up in there with nothing. Then people want to fleece you for everything they can get. All right, and talking about expense, 
Let's talk about what the average cost of a commercial is. I know they're high, but I don't have any any idea what the price is nowadays. Uh, okay, now this is a 30-second commercial. Just, just take a wild guess. Oh, they used to be running a million, and they're probably somewhere around four and a half to five million dollars now. You're pretty close, Scotty. What was six it? million? Hmm. So if you want to put an ad, you want to put an ad out there. One play. Yeah, you can put Scotty Ray's weather out there for and let it run for about thirty seconds. <laughs> it's going to cost you about six million. I don't think I'd ever be able to recoup the expense, but my advertising rates are a lot cheaper. By the way. So maybe we ought to be looking at your advertisement rather than the Super Bowl. <laughs> maybe they need to but, buy I mean, from me. But, I is that not ridiculous? It is. It is. And, and, I mean, they are some of the coolest commercials that you'll see. Now, on top of that, now, $6 million you're talking about, that's not the production cost of your commercial. you still got to go have it made and spend all that money putting it together and yeah, then give it Yeah, that's just airtime. Yeah. And then you hadn't even gotten into the cost of the halftime shows. So who have we got that's going to be performing this year? Oh, let me tell you this, because I ain't going to be watching it for this number one reason. Now, I liked him in, uh, what was the movie that starred Ski and Hutch? I thought he'd done a great job with that. And I thought he'd done pretty good hanging out with Martha Stewart. But I'm not going to hang Snoop around. Snoop Yeah, and I'm not going to hear him sing. Me and him, I don't think, that's not my type. Okay, that's just not your genre. Right. All right, the next one is, uh, they call him, um, well, Eminem. Or enema, as you glance at it, you think, boy, look at that enema up there. But it's actually uh, yeah, Eminem. Yeah. And, you know, you don't hear that much about him lately. I'm sure he's still out there. He's still making millions. But I, I just have not heard about him lately. Uh, Dr. Dre, I've heard the name. I yeah. don't know what Dr. he does. Dr. Dre, yeah. I've heard of a lady named Mary J. Blige. Yep. Is she soul or um, R&B? Yeah, kind of a mixture of a, a lot of things. And then this last guy that's going to be out there, Kendrick Lamar, have no clue who he is. No, I don't either. But I'm sure that our younger generation knows exactly who that person is. I, have, do they ever do anything country? I just, I never see anybody that I know. I can't think of the last time that they had somebody country, but maybe that's just not a big draw for them is the country. It must not be because uh, they they never book them. And, you know, then we got to go back to 2004 since you went and opened up that can of worms of the, the most talked about event ever at a Super Bowl was the breast assist. They jumped out live on TV, and there it was with a big star sitting up on it. And you couldn't help but see it in your house and your little kids. Janet you got Jackson. Your, yeah, and you're trying to hold your hand yeah, over Yeah, there's the a whole thing. There's a big documentary that's out now with Janet Jackson. And I think they go into detail about how that happened. And then there's been some recent... Admittals? Well, there's been some recent comments from uh, Justin Timberlake about how he felt bad that he didn't take part ownership in what went down. He kind of separated himself from her because it got so much... I guess bad publicity, and he feels kind of bad about you know he kind of left her on she an made, island by herself. She made millions off of that. It you made think so? oh absolutely. It, she was the most googled thing that following year after that event, everybody wanted to see it, and they were on their computer trying to look at it and pause that moment to go, yeah, that is what I think I saw. Because I remember walking through the living room and Angie was cooking, and I look at her and I said, did I just see what I think I saw? <laughs> I was shocked. Uh -huh. But it happened so quick. You weren't sure. But anyway, that's memory lane back to 04. Well, let me ask you this, just doing a little trivia. Okay, I know you hadn't watched uh, NFL in the last couple of years, but let's just kind of see how, how keen you are on guessing some of the trivia. What team has the most Super Bowl appearances? No clue. All right, I'm going to give you a big hint. Who recently announced his retirement? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Tom Brady. And uh, he would play for who? Oh, my goodness, Scotty. 
we got to get you out of home shopping <laughs> network and get you back into the football world. I did see where the, the name of Tom Brady, okay, they called him play, the, wait a minute, what, why the goat. They, that was my question. What does that mean? That, greatest, means that means you're the best. Yeah. Greatest all time athlete. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Greatest of all time. So you could be a goat at a lot of things, but he was the goat at, uh, and football. And who did he play uh, specifically for Specifically the quarterback for the New uh, England Patriots. And then okay. in the last two years, he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which, by the way, they won a Super Bowl. So Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl rings just to himself. Didn't I mean, we have a coach from Mississippi State go down to Florida and not work out for him so well? Well, it wasn't with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right, but it was Florida, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I think he lost his job. Hmm. Okay, so it says that they've appeared in 11 Super Bowl games. So you got 2018, 17, 16, 14, 11, 2007, 2004, 2003, 2001, 1996, and 1985. The Pittsburgh Steelers trail with eight. I mean, that's pretty impressive. So what about this? Which team has the most Super Bowl wins? And there's chirping over here. I, I, I don't know. The Steelers and the Patriots are tied with six championships apiece. Hmm. And then, what about this one? Which team has the most Super Bowl losses? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know that one either. Ironically, it's back the Patriots because they've been in so many Super Bowl okay. appearances. And it's the Denver Broncos. And let's see, which teams have never played in a Super Bowl? I just told you one earlier. So we've got, I'm going to go ahead and tell the answers because I can already tell that getting you to guess might be, you know, just kind of a waste. I, I mean, I have trouble even trying to come up with some of these new names of these people. That well, a lot of the teams have changed locations to your to your credit. Right, you've got the Detroit Lions, and if anybody watched anything about the NFL this season, I mean, they went like 10 games where they were 0-10, and 10, but they ended up, I think, I don't know their record, but I think they ended up with two wins. So kudos to the Detroit Lions for at least coming out of the tail end of their season, salvaging some wins. But you've got the Cleveland Browns, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now that's another one that was a, a, a previous Florida coach who started coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars who got fired. And none of those have made it to the playoffs this year. Anyway, it says, which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? I'd say Los Angeles. You're close, but no cigar. Uh. That would be Miami with 11 times, and then the runner-up is actually New Orleans. I can see New Orleans doing that. I mean, who doesn't want to go to New Orleans for fun? So, But the other thing that I thought wait, was... Wait a minute. Wait, we gotta get, you got to ask me a question that I can answer. Okay. All right. Let me ask you. Let me see if you can uh, answer this one. What is What event is would come in second for... Americans eating the most food. Thanksgiving. That's number one, probably. But what's the second one? Oh, 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 you'd have to be the Super Bowl. Actually, the Super Bowl is, uh, I think you eat more than Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah, I think Super Bowl is the number one. Yeah, I'm almost 100%. Uh, You would think Christmas, but no, it's Super Bowl. Well, it's either number one or number two. But regardless, it's a ton of food. I mean... Think about that Domino's now is advertising and anticipation of the Super Bowl coming up because everybody's going to be ordering. You know, you're either, you got to have like finger foods, you got to have pizza. You know, everybody's getting their Super Bowl menu. Yes. Lots of chips and dip and that sort of thing that they're already anticipating because we're calling this the Great Resignation where 
uh, let's see, in November you had 4.5 million people resign. I think in December it was 4.2 million people resign. A lot of those resigned used to, were employees from pizza places. When you got the Super Bowl, I mean, you want a pizza. So in anticipation that they're not going to be able to meet demand in terms of having deliveries going out, they're saying they're going to give you a credit of $3 if you'll come in and pick up your pizza. Now, what you probably need to understand is you think you're going to pull up and pick it up immediately. Yeah, it's probably going to be a wait. But wouldn't that be all your profit, $3 off? I mean, how they can't be making that much profit off each pizza, can they? Well, they obviously have figured out a formula, but that tells you the shortage yeah. of workers that are not going to be there to make you pizza when you want to be there okay, to pick I, it up for Super Bowl. i got a trivia question for you because I remember this as a kid, and I remember watching that, and it was probably – I would say the biggest Super Bowl ad up until they started doing the Clydesdale thing. Okay. What team did Mean Joe Green play for? Remember the Coca-Cola ad with him? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess it was the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. You'd have to be right because I don't know the answer to that. But I just remember that commercial as a kid that Coca-Cola him handed to the kid. Uh And uh, that was a big deal. He probably played for several teams during his career. May have. So I guess it gets down to this, Scotty. Bengals or the Rams for you? I only know the Rams. I've never heard of the Bengals before, so I'll have to put my money on the Rams, in which I was arguing you before we went on about the, the Los Angeles Rams because I swore somebody told me that they moved and they were no longer the Los Angeles Rams, and then I Googled it and it said they're back. So where did they go for that those years? I don't know, but, I mean, I think they went to – Nowhere near Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. But anyway, I'll have to go with the Rams because I know. And it's just like voting. When you go out, you go into that little booth there, and you look and you go, well, I don't know that person. But I have heard of this one, so I'm going to put my money. I'm going to check yes for this person because I've heard of them. And you just you just got on to a topic that we ought to talk about just for a second. Okay. Think about the betting oh. that's involved. So we're talking about all the money that's tied up in what you're paying for the players. The money that's tied up just to get in the stadium yep. and attend. The money that's tied up Parking. in the halftime shows. Yeah. The money that's tied up in the Super Bowl ads. But the betting that goes on. And you know there's a point spread. And I don't know what the spread is and who's favored to win and who's favored. I think they're saying that the Rams have a slight advantage because they're playing in their own home turf. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know what the point spread is. But don't you know? I, I would think it's one of the biggest sporting events that gamblers bet on. No, I, I I'll mean, agree with think that. Think about it. It's, it's all these monumental things. It's going to be the World Series. It's going to be the Super Bowl. It's going to be things like that. There is no telling what kind of money is tied up in betting. How about you and I? You want to bet? Well, you hadn't told me who you're going with on this. Let's see. You said you're going to take the Rams? Well, you can take the Rams, too, I guess, can't you? No, let's get us a a little friendly bet going. All right. I'll take the the Bengals. We'll bet a buck. Okay. Okay. We can do that. I mean. Or is it just like even score here? We're giving point spreads? We're just going to say win. Okay. We're not even going to do who wins by what. We're just going to say if they outright win. And since you and I are such high rollers, we're going to bet a buck. It's, see, here's the bad thing is I'll have to take your word for it because I'm not going to watch it. So I can tell you whatever I want to tell you. 
Hey, I'm already one dollar ahead. Now, don't forget with all the excitement of Super Bowl what Monday is. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday means that, oh yeah, it's Valentine's Day on Monday. I hope you've got that taken care of. I'm going to go over the old excuse again this year of, oh yeah, I forgot. But I do hope you'll enjoy the game if you're watching it. If you're like me and not going to watch it, well, that's okay too. It could be worse. You could be watching a golf game. And that's about as much fun as watching a car rust on a foggy Mississippi morning. (laughs) Y'all have fun this week. And I hope you'll join us back next week for another episode of Secrets from the South.